Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had the privilege recently of spending a few days with Perry Marshall. He's a friend and a client, he's a marketing expert, and in recent years he's also turned his attention to the world of science because about 12 years ago he was talking to the Lord about how There's a tremendous divide between science and religion, and this is really a problem. Someone should do something about it. And the Lord was like, I agree. And that someone would be, and there was kind of a pregnant pause. And Perry was like, oh, I see how this plays out. It's sort of like Jonah, except I really don't want to be running away to Tarshish. So maybe I'll just skip that and say, okay, what am I supposed to do? And the answer was use what's in your hand. And what was in Perry's hand was he knows how to write books. And so he said, I got up the next morning. Well, it maybe took a little bit of time, but he got up and started just getting up an hour earlier and writing for about an hour. And for six years, he worked on a book, which um, you can buy it now. It's called Evolution 2.0. I think it's super fascinating. And the basic premise of the book is that evolution does happen, but it doesn't happen mindlessly or by chance. Um, And so there's, it's a pretty massive paradigm shift, both for evolutionists and for creationists. It's a, it's kind of a mind bender. So anyway, beautiful, beautiful story, beautiful man of God. And what fascinates me is he would tell this story and he would tell his story and he'd tell his story and kind of nobody cared you know, like, okay, fine. So science and religion don't have to be enemies. Okay. So the narrative about evolution isn't quite right. Okay. Okay. But there wasn't really a a lever to make people think that this was really a problem until about a year or two ago when somebody mentioned and invited him to participate in a cancer evolution symposium, basically a conference dedicated to discussing how Um, cancer and evolution connect. And it was like, oh, here's the lever that everybody cares about. Everybody cares about cancer. We've all had people die from cancer. And so the fact that scientists are trying to investigate cancer research from a paradigm of mindless chance evolution, you know, oh, the cells are just mutating mindlessly. That's actually going to be a problem if what the cells are doing is intentional and focused. And so now he has this lever to be able to talk about cancer and evolution from a position that everybody cares about. And I've been thinking about this over the last couple of weeks because I feel like prayer is one of those things that everybody ought to care about. I mean, when you think about it, Jesus said, when you pray, you know, like when you fast, these are things that we're supposed to be doing. And we recognize that we should. And most Christians have a pretty deep, latent level of guilt about how we're not doing them very well or how we wish we could do them better or more or in a less distracted state. Um, I think we all carry around kind of a, a huge bag of guilt. But what's interesting is I don't know what the lever is to actually make people care because nobody wants to have guilt. That's not fun. And, and yet like, okay, if I could say, if you pray, you can have an upgrade of hope, but you can't just pray the same way that you've been praying your whole life. Like there is a way of praying 
that is as mindless, not mindless, that is as impotent as the kind of teaching that the religious leaders did at the time of Jesus. You know, it says Jesus taught, but he taught as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. And I think about this again and again with prayer because I feel like the people who pray with authority are praying really in a totally different way, even though it uses the same word. And so how do I make someone care about that? How do I, how do I demonstrate that there actually is power in prayer? How do I demonstrate and entice people, but in a good way, like um, draw people in to recognize that prayer is incredible and life transforming and important. So this is just my question. And so I'm, I'm just opening it up because this is something I wonder about. So yeah, Lord, I thank you for questions. And I thank you that you value curiosity and it makes you happy. I thank you, Lord, that you put Easter eggs in our lives and say, go and play in my field. Go find the hidden treasures that I have. I haven't hidden them too hard. They're there. Go look. And so, Lord, I'm asking that I would be a good seeker. I'm asking, Lord, that for this story, as this story for me right now is ringing in my head like a bell, like what is the thing? Lord, I'm asking that if you give insight to someone who's listening, that they would pass it along to me. But Lord, if there's a problem that they're wrestling with, that they want an answer, that they need a lever to make people care. Lord, I am just coming to you and saying, you can be the God of the levers. You can be the God who knows how to shift things. And so I'm asking that in your time and in your way, that you would send wisdom and insight, that we would be able to solve these mysteries. And so I thank you for that, Lord. I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen.